Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. You're in the studio tonight. It's Ian. And Mark. And outside the studio we have... Nobody. Nobody, have you been following you? You're back aloud on Twitter now uh, after your ridiculous bail conditions in the Crypto 6 case had kept you away for some time. Uh, you are back there. What is your uh, your Twitter handle that you're active with these days? Um, let's see. Well, I've got two. Uh, Nobody for Governor is the uh, one I'm using most. And have you been following the Twitter files as they have been being released by Elon Musk? Um, I have. I haven't read them directly, but I've mm-hmm. been following what's being said about them. Yeah, um, I mean, we've kind of covered them uh, somewhat here on Free Talk Live. Again, not in great detail, because it's really not that interesting once you start to dig into it. But None of this stuff is. Once yeah. you start anything called the files, not. Yeah. Not interesting. But the overview has been pretty interesting. So some of the things we've learned so far have included that no one should have been surprised to find some of this stuff out, but that Twitter did indeed suppress at the behest of the FBI and the federal government the story about hunter biden's laptop in 2020 which turned out to be a true story twitter suppressed that they you know they blocked it from being shared even on like private messages and things like that and that was absolutely true all the rumors about that being suppressed were absolutely true uh yeah turns out Uh, also the lab leak theory i think was the other uh maybe even more important thing that they uh that they tried to silence you talk about the wuhan Theory? Yeah, the uh, the uh, fact that it now appears that not only did the uh, virus leak from a lab, but that the person who financed the creation of the virus was none other than that Dr. Fauci. Surprise! That's <laughs> Uh, and I then, guess it just goes to show how gullible people are, right? Like they'll they'll literally yeah. lick the hand that poisons them. They also revealed in the last – this has all been within the last three weeks, by the way, this Twitter files, all these you know supposed revelations that, again, a lot of people just kind of knew was true, but now it's confirmed, right? Yeah, but a lot of people really thoroughly b- – believe so thoroughly what they were being told at the time that they still don't believe it now. Like, you just can't mm. – like there's there's this divide in America, and you and facts don't make it across. Well, and Twitter was helping suppress those facts, is what we found out. They also turns out it was true what people had said about Twitter was that there were shadow bans in place of various different types. There yeah. were there were bans that so they had like different categories of types of shadow banning that they could do to you. They could de-amplify you to make sure that your you know your shares weren't seen or whatever. Yeah. That no you one didn't get any of the extra boosts. Yeah, you didn't get any kind of boosts and you know various different varieties of that. Between January of 2020 and November of 2022, there were over 150 emails between the FBI and the former Twitter trust and safety chief, Yoel Roth. And some are mundane, like a San Francisco agent, Elvis Chan, wishing Roth a happy new year, along with a reminder to attend, quote, our quarterly call next week, unquote. Others are requests for information into Twitter users related to active investigations, but a surprisingly high number are requests by the FBI for Twitter to take action on so-called election misinformation, even involving joke tweets from low-follower accounts. So the posts go on to show evidence. As long as they see them, right? <laughs> yeah, the posts go on to show evidence of 
FBI email requests listing multiple Twitter users and alleging that this has been uh, these users have supposedly violated Twitter's terms of service. So basically, you have the FBI, you know, playing snitch to Twitter about in and again low involvement, low number of Twitter users. Like we're not talking about Yay, right? Kanye West, formerly known as Kanye West. We're not talking about big accounts oh, here. Uh, well, he's called Yay now. My, bit, my changed, buddy, my buddy Yeezy. I call him Yeezy. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, they go through these things here, and they point out, in, in many cases, these are kind of like standard election jokes. So they give one example of what was taken down by Twitter in one case, and it's that old joke of, you know, elections are on Tuesdays, right? We all yep. know that. So somebody says, all right, you Republicans, I hope you remember to vote on Wednesday. Yep. And so they went after accounts that were doing things like that. Yeah. So, so again, there's, again, I don't want to go through all this whole, this whole thread, but that does give you some idea of what they were doing. Uh, They went after some larger accounts, obviously, like Claire Foster PhD, which is one of those total like uh, satire accounts it's set up to look like a, a hard leftist mm-hmm. and it's just it's just pure satire uh they you know they targeted her and they targeted uh dozens i mean it's it's not really clear how many accounts were targeted but these were regular communications between the fbi and twitter and, and twitter would just do whatever it is they wanted as long as they leave clown world today my twitter experience is fine that one's pretty entertaining <laughs> I do I gotta, love it i gotta give them that so there's more by the way coming uh in this they're who knows how many editions of the Twitter files there are going to be, but uh, Elon Musk today announced that there are. there's much more to come. That guy knows so. how to stay in the news, doesn't he? Yep. yep. He, he knows how to feed red meat out there. Uh, in related news, of course, you may have seen that Twitter has now been banning certain journalists, apparently, who have allegedly been writing things that Elon Musk doesn't like. So that's sort of the latest... Mm. The other sort of the attack shoes on the, the other, other foot side. now, as it were. Yeah, well, the head, go ahead. Th- there's uh, there's something very specific that he didn't want published, which was the real time movements of his plane yeah. uh, and his real time movements, which mm. he describes as basically coordinates for assassination. So the other th- detail here that has, I guess been revealed in regards to elon musk banning some journalists from the twitter platform according to dailystar.co.uk now the european union is threatening twitter saying that they may find twitter or even suspend them in europe following musk's recent um, deletion of these tech journalists they say that uh, Musk has landed in hot water after allegedly banning a number of journalists from the platform. He removed those journalists and falsely, they say, falsely claimed that they had shared his live location. Officials at the EU have now hit back at the bans, explaining that Musk could face consequences for clamping down on so-called press freedom and on the social media platform. It wasn't press freedom before, but now it is. Right. And by the way, this is yeah, coming it's... from the very same... Uh, European Union that banned RT entirely from the entirety of the European Union earlier this year. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And the same people who had no objection to uh, Twitter being used to, um, obviously it's out of their jurisdiction, but to rig American elections, uh, to cover up uh, true news stories in in America now, were some of these uh, journalists European? 
Is mm. is there? Do they have some reason to be interested now? That's a good question. I don't know about that, but they have been looking for excuses to threaten Elon Musk ever since he took over Twitter. There was another story about the EU threatening to find Musk, saying that Musk is going to have to obey them. Uh, that uh, I forget the exact wording of the the threat. We I think we mentioned it briefly on on the air at the time, but basically it was some head boss man at the EU gang because these are all just criminal gangs, right? Governments of the world they're just criminal enterprises. So the EU gang was saying, "You will do as we say, Musk, or we'll punish you somehow." I'm not sure if uh, Twitter has any kind of offices in the European Union, but if they do, they should consider closing them immediately. Uh, the European yeah. Union Commissioner Vera Jourova said the EU's Digital Services Act means websites must respect so-called media freedom. In a tweet, she wrote, quote, News about arbitrary suspension of journalists on Twitter is worrying. EU's Digital Services Act requires respect of media freedom, of freedom and fundamental rights. This is reinforced under our Media Freedom Act. Elon Musk should be aware of that. There are red lines and sanctions soon. <laughs> red, red lines don't no. matter with Syria. You cannot go to the RT website inside the European Union. RT, for those that don't know, is Russia Today. You can go, if you're in a freer part of the world, to RT.com, and you can get their perspective on a variety of different news items. You know that it's going to be the Russian government's news perspective. Is there any way to know... Whether or not Elon Musk is correct in accusing these journalists of, uh, you know, doxing his uh, his plane, his family, himself? I don't know. I don't have the list of the journalists. So you would have to, I guess, acquire that list and then go and research what they've written and see if it's true. Okay. Although if it was just them tweeting about that, then in that case, maybe you wouldn't know because their accounts are suspended. So you wouldn't be able to easily access their their previous tweets to be able to verify it. Oh, you can't access the tweets of a suspended accounts? Nope. Okay. Not that I'm aware of. So, uh, in related news, though, RT.com reporting that, guess who? The European Union is set to freeze the assets of RT's parent company. The next sanctions package against Moscow will likely also ban other Russian TV channels. The European Union's upcoming ninth sanctions package will likely strike at Russian media channels. So the, the first eight sanctions packages apparently haven't shut down the Russian government or stopped them uh, from pursuing the war in Ukraine. So the ninth one should do it, right? Probably not. Oh, of course. According to the story here, they have accused RT of posing a, quote, threat to the union's public order and security. You know, there's no headlines at RT demanding people blowing up the Eiffel Tower or something like that. That just just doesn't happen. But according to the outlet, lawmakers are looking to freeze all of the EU assets of ANOTV Novosti, which is RT's parent company, which they accuse of, quote, gravely distorting and manipulating facts, unquote. The next package would also place personal sanctions on about 200 individuals and companies and revoke broadcast licenses for three Russian channels, NTV, NTV Mir, Rossiya One, and Ren TV, who have also been accused of trying to, quote, destabilize EU countries, unquote. 
The move comes as Russian media channels, including RT and its German language division, RTDE, have come under fire from Western officials and media outlets for disseminating what they call propaganda and Kremlin talking points. No, there's been some propaganda coming out of, uh, you know, the opposing media organizations uh, during this war, too. You better believe Um, it. I'm not saying that I again, I am not saying I trust RT on Russian oriented stories. But at the same time, what you need to understand is, is if you've picked a team you're getting fooled. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, German media, by the way, has propaganda, too. Are they going to ban their own government-funded media? We've had, for instance, sitting in the court this week at the Crypto 6 trial, there's a, been a mask. Well, everybody's masked. But there's a tall, masked gentleman uh, from German public radio. His name is Thomas. He's been reporting on the Crypto 6 and the kind of the crypto scene here in New Hampshire. He's come to some of our meetups and interviewed various different people. And he actually works out of not Germany, but New York City. So he's sort of like their correspondent in the east on the east coast of the United States. Yeah. And so they but he's clearly him. German. If you talk to him, he is. Yes. Uh, have you have you spoken with him? I told him my poem. There you go. What's your poem? Uh, Morgen, Morgen, Nürnikoita, Sagen alle fallen Leute. What does that mean? It, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, just not today is what all the lazy people say. It's ah, uh, uh, taught to me by my uncle. But uh, Had know. he heard it before? Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty <laughs> commonplace. Germans love it because it's like you're just telling them a German I nursery see. rhyme that no American knows right. unless they speak German fluently. And I don't speak German at all other than you than know that. a few hand-selected sec- yeah. uh, phrases. <laughs> yeah. So, so, again, that's German public radio. And if public-funded, quote-unquote, news like NPR or BBC or CBC or whatever isn't government propaganda, then I don't know what is. But they're not pointing at their own propaganda and saying it's propaganda. It's only propaganda when it's coming from Russia. It's only propaganda when they disagree. What do they imagine – I mean, are Germans – this is – we're talking about Germany This is the European Union. Yeah, but – they were specifically banning some Russian, uh, some German stuff. Anyway, what, RT are, has a DE. Your, Europeans division. just so dumb that they fall for everything RT says. I mean, is RT the most important news agency in Europe? It just seems like they are certainly the most dangerous. If you would believe the European Union, they're the ones that are reporting, arguably, what's you know going on that is contrary to what the uh, the western propaganda media has been saying whether in, it's the truth or not i don't know but it's definitely a different story in the united states rt is really and also ran you know i mean not important at all i don't know what it's like in rt america by the way was forced to shut down because they could no longer pay their employees they shut down at the very beginning of this whole ukraine situation and what so, did that have to do with it how did they how was it that they, they just couldn't pay because they were going out of business? Or? No, no. They were in fine shape prior to the sanctions, but I the sanctions. sanctions resulted in money un- being unable to move into RT America's bank accounts from its parent organization in order to pay the bills. So they couldn't literally could not pay their employees. I see. So that's Americans with, with jobs. Correct. Like Holland Cook. Yeah. A uh, friend of the show and the guy that does uh, some of the really useful inflation tips. If you listen to our internet feed, you probably heard those during the commercial breaks. He had a show. And by the way, Holland Cook, he's an interesting character. He's a leftist, by the yeah. way, politically. He had a show on RT, and he's pro-Ukraine, right? So he was on RT while being pro-Ukraine. 
and they didn't kick him off the air. The only reason Holland Cook doesn't have a show is because RT America went out of business. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, if that doesn't show some level of journalistic integrity on the part of RT, I don't know what does. does. You know, they're they're paying somebody to do a show who is taking a, a position contrary... Contrary to their mother country. Correct. So... I just, I think, I, I have a lot of good things to say about RT. I wish they had like a, a five-minute top-of-the-hour news broadcast for radio. I'd put it on the air in a heartbeat. <laughs> but they don't have it. They should, but they don't. Uh, so, a little bit more here about this story. So, RT Sputnik, which is their audio-only division. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Uh, and most other Russian news outlets have been banned from broadcasting in the EU and a study conducted by the German Editorial Network found that many European citizens have been using various different methods to bypass the bans and continue to watch the channels. And I did verify that they are back on YouTube. And, of course, they've been on Odyssey this uh, this whole time. This person, Andrea Lindholz, who's the deputy leader of the Union Parliamentary Group, said that, quote, now that everything is becoming more expensive, there's a risk that people will become more receptive to pro-Russian fake news, she explained. So <laughs> They ought to send uh, Trump a, a, little, uh, a little spiff every time they use that term. The term fake news? Yeah. Mm. So what you, you have certainly made it popular. happening here is that in- inflation is happening, right? Because remember, they're printing money in the e- EU just like they are in the United States. Sure. So they're oh, printing, printing even more. Yeah. The, the, the uh, euro is at parity with the dollar right, right now. That didn't just happen. Right. Yeah. That uh, is the first time that's ever happened. I wonder I how this works. I'll tell you how it works, people. They print money. That's how uh, money gets devalued. Yeah, and then, of course, also you've got the increasing uh, power bills that people across the EU are having to pay because of the, the situation that the European Union created by putting in these sanctions. Again, they're talking about the ninth package of sanctions here that they're, they're looking at passing that's going to do this restrictions. Well, the previous eight have resulted in a tremendous increase in the cost of energy because they can no longer get oil and uh, liquefied natural gas from Russia. Yeah, I mean, the way you need to look at sanctions or the way I look at sanctions is whatever sanctions you impose on another country, you're also imposing on your country. So it's like, uh, you know, saying, oh, well, you've cut yourself and and you're bleeding on our shoes. So now we're going to cut ourselves and bleed (laughs) on your shoes. That'll show you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, meanwhile, the General Secretary of the European Federation of Journalists, Ricardo Guterres, has blasted the EU for censoring Sputnik and RT without going through state media regulators. In an interview with France 24 last week, he warned that such an approach threatened freedom in, of the press in Europe. Quote, the rules are very clear in this area. If these television channels violate the broadcasting rules by inciting hatred, for example, then yes, they must be banned. But it is not enough to say that they are propagandists, he pointed out. And again, this is a European guy. Obviously, those of us who believe in free speech think that it shouldn't matter what someone says. They should be free to say it. They obviously don't believe that over in the eu i don't support hatred but i don't support censoring it either and uh that said these channels should be allowed to operate and luckily we do have tools like vpns that do give people the option to receive this news if they still do want to but it's it's sad to see these things happening nobody you mentioned 
that apparently somebody's trying to prohibit or target the Nutcracker, the play. Is that what you you had said earlier? Um, yeah, I saw an article. I I can't say exactly where it was, saying that uh, uh, people were trying to get the Nutcracker shut down, and uh, and local ballet companies were saying no way. Yeah, I wonder if uh, libraries are banning War and Peace and things like that. Uh, that ridiculous. that would certainly be interesting, especially since Tolstoy, of course, was a pacifist. <laughs> right. So he would have opposed uh, the the war in in the Ukraine mm-hmm. and died nearly a hundred years ago. So it's not like you know every patent is going to the uh, excuse me every copyright's going to the Russian government or anything. It's just an author that's from Russia. Uh, yep. Yep. Although certainly if the copyright wasn't going to extend a century past his death, he wouldn't have written. (laughs) Of course he wouldn't. Or so the copyright authorities would have you believe. At the very least, uh, Disney. Yes. Okay. I did find the story here, uh, nobody. It's actually uh, NPR reporting that Ukraine is calling for a boycott of the Nutcracker and ballet companies are refusing in this particular case. Their culture minister is calling on the nation's Western allies to temporarily boycott Russian artists and composers because all Russians must be in favor of what the Russian government is doing, right? Yeah, this is out of hand. Mm. There's no limit to the in the ri- ridiculous crackdowns that are going on, the ridiculous bans, the uh, Well, this is calling sanctions. for a ban. This is uh, obvious... Well, I mean, it, it, what it looks like is is they're simply trying to, um, you know, vacate the market so they can get their, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to do in. The Ukrainian alternatives? Right. Mean? That kind of thing. Oleksandr Chukchenko is the Russian, or sorry, he is a Ukrainian culture minister, and he wrote an opinion column for The Guardian this week, apparently, uh, that... Where he says that Russian culture says Vladimir Putin sees Russian culture quote as a tool and even a weapon unquote to attack liberal values and advance his own agenda. Chachenko says Ukraine's allies can fight back by rejecting Russian artists and not just those who confor- confirm they support the totalitarian regime that's waged nearly ten months of violence against its neighboring state. Chachenko wrote quote We're not talking about canceling Tchaikovsky, but rather about pausing performances of his works until Russia ceases its bloody invasion. You know, if some portion of New Hampshire wanted to go to Vermont, I'd support it. Absolutely. If some port of, mm-hmm. portion of Vermont wants to come to New Hampshire, I support it. That they should be able to decide in a free and fair election. Now, I don't know if the election in Crimea was free and fair. I'm not claiming mm-hmm. that. But I am claiming that just because the U.N., Drew little lines does not mean that those lines should never move. And I don't need the U.N. to tell me that it's okay for them to move. It's the people that live in that area that should decide how they're governed. Now, I will go so far as to say I think you're silly if you leave um, one country and go to another. Make your own. Mm. But that's, you know, just me talking. Apparently, roughly 45% of annual ticket sales for the Nutcracker 
uh, come from its five-week run of, uh, of sorry, for the uh, New York City Ballet. So I guess that's a, a troupe of some Half sort. of yeah. its comes from the revenue comes from the Nutcracker. Yeah, oh, my so, goodness. So they're not I, wouldn't, gonna... I am stunned by those numbers, uh, but, you know, wow. Yeah, the English National Ballet told The Guardian that it, quote, stands in solidarity with all those affected by Russia's invasion, unquote, but it won't be changing its program. So I'm glad to see that at least uh, th- these uh, Ukrainian demands are not being met by people in the in the Western world. They've they've pushed a little bit too far into this cultural uh, phenomenon for people's tastes. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, is there another uh, Christmas ballet? Period. And if uh, if so, is it is the is Nutcracker just just that much better? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I have seen the Nutcracker, but. I, you know, I, I can't say I was so moved that I cared that much. All right. Do you guys have any other comments on this? Or do you want to get into the cops? Uh, weren't we going to do meta? And, uh, oh, yeah. Banning? You had a meta, you had a uh, social media story, Mark. What did you want to share? Yeah, from uh, Zero Hedge. This is directly from um, Epoch Times by uh, Frank Fang. But the problem was is I just couldn't get through their pop-ups. Oh, okay. Um, I think they wanted me to subscribe. So I'm going to read it off of <laughs> ZeroHedge.com. A group of Democrat lawmakers is urging Meta to extend its ban on former President Donald Trump's Facebook account beyond January 7. When the media Oh, it's supposed to expire. I didn't know that. Yeah. The media giant set to make a decision on whether to reinstate him after issuing a 2-year suspension in 2021. Oh. That suspension is set to expire in just 24 days despite the fact that he's more unhinged and dangerous than ever. <laughs> <laughs> said Ra- by Rep- the way did you see this thing about the donald trump nfts yeah nobody have you seen yeah. this thing uh yeah it's uh okay unhinged is reasonable <laughs> uh, i would say for that go ahead tj hello nobody and mark it's always good to be on the air with you guys hey, thanks TJ. tj i just wanted to ask you uh ian since uh, uh do you think uh you will waive your right to cross-examine Renee and avoid a mistrial. Uh, just put on your defense and then let the jury charge and go render their verdict. Because after, if, I mean, if it was like what I saw, uh, I think you have a pretty good chance at acquittal, and that would mean double jeopardy is attached. But if it's a mistrial, they're going to do it all over again. They're very likely to do it all over again. There's, of course, no guarantee with a mistrial. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, point. What you're referring to is the fact that the prosecution in the Crypto 6 case, which, of course, we've been talking about in fairly great detail over the last couple of weeks as the trial's been happening, uh, the prosecution is uh, very near to resting. They have one more witness to get through, and that is Renee, who's my ex-girlfriend, who's been forced to testify under a uh, immunity, whatever they call it, deal, I guess, and so Not a deal they forced it on her. yeah they forced it on her and so she was on the stand at the end of the day on friday last week and court ended and so they were going to bring her back monday but then she tested positive for covid and so they couldn't bring her back due to the covid protocols and such and so apparently as of i think yesterday she was still testing positive and so the big question is is she going to be clear and being able to uh, to appear on Monday. And that's an interesting question as to whether or not we would just waive our right to cross-examine. And I would say, I'm probably not going to waive our right to cross-examine, uh, Renee. I, I, I've not heard that from my attorney as something that, that he would consider. 
Uh, yeah, he seemed pretty excited yeah, the about. The whole point is, it's it's really bizarre because normally the witness or the the prosecution witness is normally a victim of a crime, and they get up and they're angry and they point the finger at you and say he victimized me, and and the defense attorney is the one who's you know is hostile, and here it's reverse. The wit Renee is hostile to the prosecution, mm-hmm. and she's a friendly defense witness. So right. Because he's cross-examining her, he can lob all kinds of softballs. Like, is Ian a good character? Do you do you think he's a good guy? Do you still care about him? Uh, has he always been honest and fair in his dealings with you? Does he care about others? I mean, that that kind of stuff is just mm-hmm. blisteringly bad to hear from a prosecution witness when they say, "Yes, he's very honest and he treats me well." And that's what happened uh, with the prosecution's witnesses, Colleen uh, Fordham and Chris Reitman. Yep, they had nice things to say about me for sure. Yeah, he asked oh, exactly. Yes. And by that. the way, I, I have a, a marketable idea: cherry flavored boot polish for Melanie. That way, when she's <laughs> licking the jackboot of the state. It's like uh, we have cherry mint and raspberry lime, key lime pie or whatever. But uh, I figure, you know, it doesn't have to be awful. Bonnie, Indian's wife, says that essentially, yeah, you know, when are we going to get a better trial than this? I mean, there's literally been guffaws at the uh, prosecution's witnesses on more than one occasion, three as I can recall. I mean, titters abound, and the judge even made a joke on the prosecution's, uh, you know, at the expense of the prosecution. Mm -hmm. The very last thing, basically just before they rested, I'm using air quotes because Renee's still up, they're not yet rested. but Otherwise they're done. You know, they, uh, um, Sisti made a joke about the IRS agent, thanks for all your help. And you thanks know, for trying, I yeah. think is what Sisti said, referencing the IRS agent, not ever or no one from the IRS bothering to ever say anything to me about, quote unquote, owing taxes. Right. They, they you know, somehow the first contact you have with the IRS is these charges. With a bear cat coming yeah. through your front door. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> Actually, it came through nobody's front door. Not mine. They smashed my windows. And nobody enough. appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> This is just some politician here. I, I don't know them all. Adam Schiff, I've heard his name. Uh, he's supposed to be one of these far lefties, whatever. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't pay much attention to these uh, kooks. But what he's saying here is, is that the suspension regarding Meta's suspension is set to expire in just 24 days, <laughs> despite the fact that he, he being Trump, is more unhinged and dangerous than ever, he says in an unhinged and dangerous fashion. I don't fashion. believe it. I just don't believe it. What, that Trump, that is, Trump more? is any more, quote unquote, unhinged than he's ever been. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, but and how are we supposed look, to know if your democracy can't handle Donald Trump? Right. Your democracy can't handle anything. OK, well, right. And how am I supposed to know how unhinged he is if he's not allowed to post on social media to where people can see it? Now, he does have his own site now. It's called Truth Social. But I'm not wa- look, looking at it. I'm not logged into it. And it's even though it's a Mastodon system, they've disfederated from everyone. So you can't like I would follow his account just for the entertainment factor if I could. But I'm not able to because mm. you can't. He's, he's locked everyone out. You have to join his site in order to be able to do that. Yeah. I don't want to go spend the time to go on there yeah. and look. Yeah. Schiff and White House, uh, joined by reps uh, Andre Carson and Kathy The White Pastor, House itself weighed yeah, in on this. Wow. Have uh, made their case against Trump in a letter sent to Nick Clegg, Meta's president of global affairs, according to hmm. a Wednesday press release from Schiff's office. 
In their letter, the Democrats alleged that Trump would likely incite violence and undermine democracy if allowed, allowed back on Facebook. I mean, you know, let's insane. Let's take a look at what he was doing. Uh, what you know, what he's doing right now in True Social is he inciting violence? I don't I know. haven't heard about it, but it's I all mean, written there for you to look. Yeah, I mean, if he were, surely that would have been making headlines, right? If yeah. Trump calls for the overthrow of the United States government was happening on Truth Social, you better believe there's people watching his account there. Yeah. I don't think that government officials should be calling for anyone to be to yeah, have their social media campaign banned or not. It's unprecedented. And I would say beyond that, it's probably a violation of his First Amendment rights because these are sitting pro- sitting politicians threatening uh threatening his right a to citizen to speak freely yeah they're yeah. they're publicly um, calling for uh corporate censorship here people that put their hand in yeah. a bible and swore an oath to the u.s constitution which as i checked last still contains the first amendment the right to freedom of speech um you know the, these people are calling for some a citizen at this point uh, not a member of the government a citizen to have his right to speak uh gagged and that doesn't sound right that doesn't sound american hmm his rhetoric can only serve as a motivation to incite violence. Only. only. That's the only thing he could possibly do. <laughs> Meta's responsibility to keep such rhetoric off its platform. Well, where are all the violent uh, people who've been, I don't know, shooting people to death who are saying, Trump told me to do this? <laughs> Facebook initially suspended Trump indefinitely after January 6th Capitol mm. breach, but later changed it to a two-year ban in a post explaining the suspension on June, 21, June well, 2021. And besides, what are the odds Trump's going to come back to Facebook? We know he, so far, he has stayed away from his Twitter account that was unrestricted yeah. within the last two or three weeks. And that's a pretty big, that's an attraction, right? Like there's something he, like he 80 million or something that like that. Thing, yeah. Like, he's got way more followers on Twitter than he does on Truth Social, but he's, stu- he's stuck it out so far. And, you know, it was interesting. I, f- I figured he would crack and, and jump back over there, but he didn't. Anyway, that's uh, basically what's going on. The, uh, you know, these, these, twin- these Democrats wrote a letter and they don't want Trump to get on Facebook when pretty clearly he's not going to get on Facebook. Mm, I don't think he will. Yeah. But I don't because, know how many how many millions of followers he has there, but does it top eighty seven point eight million on Twitter? Because that's what he's sitting at right now. Yeah, um, there was a you know, one of our producers mentioned that uh, Trump did say that he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and wouldn't get in trouble for it. If that's, that's the closest, probably true closest thing to violence that I've heard, that's not a violent. That's, uh, that's just a, a brag. Yeah, that's that's some kind of silly brag. Which, yeah. by the way, probably not true. <laughs> I'm thinking. A lot of leftists would, uh, you know, report on this yeah. and say, hey, he needs to be held responsible. Well, if he were trying to feed the cats down in Alabama, they would definitely hold him responsible. And that's what's been happening in Wetumpka, Wetumpka, Alabama. Now, I have no idea where this is in Alabama, but it's supposedly some sort of small town. And if it is a small town, then they called out basically all the cops. I'll try to get the population here. They had three police cruisers reporting to the scene of two elderly women. 61-year-old Mary Alston and 85-year-old Beverly Roberts, they've come to a public park, and these two criminals were trying to feed the cats. Mark, you looked it up. Population 7,000. So, yeah. I think it's like 7,200, yeah. This definitely qualifies as a pretty small town, although apparently they call themselves a city. 
Yeah, city and town often just are organizational titles. It's just a political designation, yeah. basically. Like the difference in at least in New Hampshire between a city and a town has nothing to do with population. It's not like you hit twenty thousand and all of a sudden you become a city. No. It's somebody filed some papers with the state saying, We want to be a city. And so then they became a city, I guess, or whatever that whatever it takes uh to do that. Because there are some towns in new hampshire that have a higher population than some of the cities of new hampshire so again it has nothing to do with numbers and everything to do with politics but that said here's what happened where two Watumpka women were arrested for trapping cats and then taking them to have them spayed or neutered this is a public service what these Absolutely. women were doing and these cops put a stop to it by putting literally putting handcuffs on these old ladies 85 years old and 61 years old. Here's the video. They mother and daughter? The poli- uh, I don't know. Different last names. Okay. Mary Alston and Beverly Roberts. We actually have the video here. Sorry about that. Let me, let me jump this back. I thought I had it on. All right. So you got a cop getting out of his cruiser. He's Mary Alston of Wetumpka on a 2005 Hyundai HG350 green in color. Status is current, 29th or negative. Let me tell you a little bit about the scene here. So you've got a what looks like a park. There's a field. There's some trees around. You've got one of those sort of park-looking signs in the background. Uh, the cop has pulled up, and there's this lady in what appears to be uh, maybe a, it looks like a sedan. She's just sitting there, uh, sitting in the driver's side of her car. And that's when he says good morning as he approaches us. It's, bright day, it's broad daylight. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. All right. What Question. What are you doing? Trying to trap some cats. Okay. All right. So mistake number one. When the cop asks you what you are doing, you are under no, and I'm not a lawyer. This is just my understanding. I doubt this is different in Alabama, but generally you don't have any obligation to answer their questions. If you feel like you really want to answer the question, because it's a human thing, right? It's sure. a, It's a human kind of thing, and the police take advantage of this. The, the the desire to communicate, the desire to explain oneself. She the, probably thought she was going to get some help. Maybe a, maybe a little badge for a good citizen award. If you think that a cop coming up to the side of your uh, car is going to be somehow helpful to you, you got another thing coming. It's time to wake up and realize that these people are not here to quote-unquote serve you. Don't they also have to have a reasonable, articulable suspicion in order to detain you? Uh, that's in order to do a Terry stop, mm-hmm. which is which involves checking you for weapons and ID, as I understand it. Mm. Um, they can demand ID. Um, and well, they can demand ID demand. from her because she's in a driver's seat of a car. But of the passengers, mm. I don't believe they. I don't believe they. Well, they can ask, but they cannot. You're not, as I understand it, obligated to ID. Although that's different in every state. There are certain states yeah. that say you have to. You have to ID even if you're not even in a car. If you're just on the street, and the cops come up. So you may want to check your local uh, state laws on that one. I was stopped Definitely. at a uh, immigration checkpoint that was inside the United States. This yeah, isn't coming into the United States. This was in the United States, and it's on our uh, Odyssey and YouTube channel. Yeah, what's the, the you know uh, radio host? 
Immigration something. I don't know what you would look for. But yeah. Just check our channel. It's, it's our big. It's, it's our number one, one video, yeah. <laughs> at least on YouTube. Um, I was uh, they. You know, I was trying to ask them if they had reasonable, articulable suspicion. Am I being detained? You know, these sorts of things. And they kept just. Uh, um, and since they'd say I wasn't being detained, then I'm like, okay, then I'm going to leave. No, you can't leave. Then I'm being detained, and you must have reasonable, articulable suspicion. Yeah. And they're just like, we don't know what you're talking about. All this law stuff. We're just lawmen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that video. All right, so should we continue here? Yes. All right, here's more with uh, the ladies. All right, we got a call that somebody was out here feeding the cats and stuff like that. So I'm trying to track them. Okay. You have your driver's license with you, man? Yeah. All right, so by the way, this is the younger woman. This is Mary Alston. She's 61 years old. Ms. Roberts, the 85-year-old, Beverly Roberts, is not on the scene yet. She'll come up a little bit later. I'll let you know when she uh, she's on, on the scene. All right, so Mary's getting her license. Where do you take them once you trap them? Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I got three. Y'all have three cop cars because I'm feeding cats. No, it, it, now, how many police do they have... In Wetumpka, Alabama, on duty, a town of 7,000 people. I realize This has to be all of them. I realize it's the South, right? So there's a good chance that Wetumpka, at seven, population 7,000, may have more police than, say, Keene, New Hampshire, with a population of 18 or 20,000 or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but uh, three cruisers... Sounds like all of them. ...is probably close to the supermajority of the cruisers that these guys have on duty at the time in the town, if not all of them. And this lady is rightfully bewildered to look in her rearview mirror and notice that she's got not one but two and three cruisers there. Go ahead, Sarah. Hi, yes. Uh, I just want to say I had a very interesting trip. I was on the bus from El Paso to Albuquerque, and and then we had a um, U.S. Border Patrol stop, hmm. and they threw off like half the bus. I've I've never had a stop like that. When you say I mean, he the, threw off half the bus, what do you mean? They were all illegals. Like two thirds, like twenty people were illegals. How did they, they know did that? A, well, you know what they announced. Uh, they announced um, people with that have uh, documents. You know, pull them out and show us if you're not documented. And. Uh, uh, so I don't know if don't have, uh, I, now this is an interesting question here since we're talking about the police tonight. I have heard now again, I am not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. I've heard that if a Border Patrol agent boards a bus on which you are on within the United States, they can ask you a question. But like we're talking about with these old ladies in Wetumpka, Alabama, you're not obligated to answer their questions. So but if, when they told them to everybody get out, they meant it. They came in there with bulletproof vests. Now, if they were illegals and they they had no, they're illegals and they they claim that they're so and so. They claim that they have citizenship. They don't get off. They can get in trouble. I so think that if you that, tell the police, the border patrol, that you are not legal, you're going to get in trouble in that case. Uh, I don't know if you refuse to speak to them what they can really do about it. 
Well, I don't know. This bus, they weren't messing around. They said well, obviously they're going to come in and look tough. They're not going to come in there with the you know the fruity squad and mm-hmm. uh, look weak, right? Like they've got guns, as you say, they've got badges, and they're, they're not going to advise you of your rights. Yeah, they're <laughs> not afraid to use them. Sarah, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. The number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. This is where we need to have people. Like activists in the South, because you don't ever hear about this happening up North. It can happen. There's no reason why it cannot happen, but it probably happens more often. It in happened the South. on the way to Porkfest one year. They there had an was, immigration checkpoint. Uh, there was a checkpoint in Woodstock, New Hampshire. It was checking, I believe, people going southbound. I don't know if they were doing northbound in that particular case yeah. as well. So I don't think that people going to Porkfest were being targeted, but I could be wrong about that. When we went through, we went down south, and they left us alone when they saw us hanging out the windows with video cameras. They didn't want to talk to us <laughs> at all. Were you in that car, nobody, for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good time. I was riding shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go to the free Keen channel on Odyssey or uh, YouTube, you can probably search for that one. We always wow. we always do this. It's That's fine. unbelievable. We always do this. We just officer. bring in three cruisers for little old ladies That's feeding right. cats. She's just sitting in the park. So she's getting her ID out still for the officer here. And it's part of the video. I think she had to show the ID in this circumstance because she had she was sitting in the driver's seat of the car, right? Correct, yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that she wouldn't have anyway, because most people are pretty obedient, and if a cop says, show me your ID, even if you're just walking down the street, most people are going to do it. Even though, and again, in a lot of places, you're not obligated to show them any ID. Some places you have to, quote-unquote, ID. Now, again, it depends on where you live. There's different state laws in regards to this, as I understand it, so you need to do your own research on this. But just because they ask you for your ID doesn't mean you have to show them your ID in a state in which you have to, quote-unquote, ID. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just giving them your name and birthday is sufficient to qualify as having ID'd. So she hands it over. Mm -hmm. All right, give me just a second, Miss Alston. Miss Alston, Mary Alston. She's 61 years old. She's just trying to catch some cats in the park. And so the, the video uh, fades out and fades back into whatever, you know, the officer's checking her, running her name, and that sort of thing. So now he's walking back up to her car. Well, I hope when I'm 61, I'll still be out in the park chasing pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's going to... Yes, sir. Better yet, why don't you go tell her to fuck out? Don't come back. Okay. Uh, okay. I uh, what did he just say? <laughs> I think he just said something you're not supposed to say on the radio, uh, yeah. but it was pretty uh, muffled there. But yeah. he said he said to his other officer, "Why don't you get on up here and learn how to do this? Tell her to get on out, get the f out of here, and uh, don't come back." Is what he said to uh, to this guy. I listened to this the first time and I didn't hear any profanity. That's why I was playing it on the air. <laughs> All right, so now he and his newbie, rookie copper, going up to the window here. We've got somebody calling from Alabama. Connie is on the line uh, calling from, where were you at? Uh, was it Huntsville, Connie? Uh-huh, Huntsville, Alabama. Is that anywhere near Wetumpka? No, Wetumpka's on the other end, and it is an Indian name. Okay. I'm in North Alabama, where the Space and Rocket Center is. What do you think? Have you heard about these old ladies getting arrested out in Wetumpka by these cops that uh, that wanted no, to? No, the first, the first time I've heard it is when I was listening 
Okay. Tonight. What do you think about that? Do you think they should be arresting old ladies for trapping cats in the park and uh, getting them taken to the spay uh, spay and neuter them? No, they just have nothing else better to do. The cops, you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. That's not why I called. All right, Connie, why'd you call? Go ahead. Because I am sick of Nancy Pelosi and all her crap. I'd like to know she still is wanting Donald Trump prosecuted. You know, and all from Jan- from the January Inquisition or whatever it was. Yeah, I'd like to know why we can't get her for treason when she- he wanted the uh, reserves out. The reserves? Asked- uh, oh, not the he reserves. The, uh, the uh, National Guard out on January yeah, 6th. Yeah, he, he, he did. Yeah, right. He requested that. And she didn't do it. So why can she not get charged with something like treason? Well, I mean, generally or they don't anything. charge each other with uh, with any crimes when they're in the club. When you're in the gang, I mean, Donald Trump seems to have a special status where he's sort of in but not really all the way in. They seem to really kind of hate him uh, to some extent. So if he does end up getting they charged, sure do. yeah, if he does end up getting charged in this investigation against him, it it'll be pretty surprising. But he be he'll be like the only guy in in the federal government at that kind of level to have ever been charged with anything. They just well, the impeachment process was BS double. too. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't the judicial system want to prosecute Nancy Pelosi for not doing what she was told to do? Well, the judicial system, commander. I think you might be confused on what it was designed to do. The judicial system is designed to keep the rich and powerful in control of you and I, not to well, put in guilty people in jail. She can't even keep her husband out of trouble with naked people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thing's for sure, Connie. I mean, this system is corrupt, and it does not matter who you elect. Nancy Pelosi is never going to be charged with anything. She's going to retire fat and happy. She's I gonna... wish she would. I wish she would retire, but she makes me sick. I am sick of her. She thinks she's better than everybody else. She thinks she's the president of the United States. Well, the thing States. is, they're all just as bad as she is, though. I mean, don't you think? Aren't they all? Don't they all no, think they're in charge of you? not all of them. The majority of them are probably, but not all of them are bad. Yeah, give me but one that's not ma- bad. Rand Paul. Rand Paul, yeah. Let's talk to Joe in Maryland. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. That lady you were talking about in Alabama... How old did you say she was? The one that got arrested for feeding the cats? Yeah. Uh, Two of them were arrested. One of them was 61-year-old Mary Alston and 85-year-old Beverly Roberts. Right, right. I saw that video, too. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, those those cops were real uh, jerks, shall we say. They sure were. Anything else you want to share about it? Your thoughts? Yeah, I thought that... uh... She was on public property, and all she was, she went back to get her traps, and she was in another area. And the thing was, she has, her, the uh, uh, mayor there has a grudge against her. Oh, really? Yes. He has a grudge against her. What's so, that for? Uh, How did you find that out? I saw the video. Well, and I mean, they, I've seen this said, video, too. Is there a different video you're talking about? No, no. They said it's, it's uh, the lady who was trapping the cats, and mm-hmm. she was feeding them trapping them, getting them neutered, and finding homes for them. Well, like the any video, really great citizen would do, right? Well, what happened yeah. at the end of the video? Um, well, at the end of the video, she got 
She what? You got cut out there. What? Probation, and she didn't have to serve that. And uh, oh. she got 10 days in jail that was suspended, and uh, she got a fine. And they're going to appeal it because she went and uh, was her own lawyer, so that's the worst thing you can do. Not always. And in a lot of cases, it's the smartest thing you can do because then you don't have to pay a damn attorney on top of all the other damage uh, that the state's going to do to you. What was the fine she got uh, assessed? Oh, I, I can't remember. They just said uh, she they fined her. Mm. But uh, when when you when you act as your own attorney, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have a fool for a client. Well, uh, that's what the attorneys <laughs> like to say. Yeah, and because they want also, your money. What do you call it? Yeah, but now she has to appeal it to a higher court. And I'm sure uh, she would rather have an attorney than... It uh, is hard to do appeals. I'll, I'll give you that one, Joe. Uh, the, the appeals yeah. process is confusing. There's more rules uh, yeah. that are involved in it. I know that uh, nobody, when you appealed your conviction, you definitely hired an attorney for that one. Uh, yeah. Yep. It didn't work out, unfortunately, but uh, you you hired the yeah. attorney. Uh, so maybe you would have done just as well if you'd have not hired him. I mean, that's the one thing you never get to compare realities, right? You never know how you would have done without the attorney, but you do know yeah. that you wouldn't have paid thousands of dollars. Now I don't know if this attorney is working for her for free because of all the publicity surrounding it. I would hope so because this is definitely one of those stories where an attorney should be taking this case for free. Beverly starts talking. Of course, you know you shouldn't talk to the police, but she doesn't know that. So she's telling them all about how she's just trying to help. And then get them homes. Okay. So we're trying to do the city a favor. Okay. Well, yeah. the city has asked you multiple times. The city? Yes, ma'am. Not to do this. Uh-huh. Okay. And they- she's rightfully confused because the city doesn't exist. Right. The city is just an idea. It's a, uh, a legal fiction that these lunatics uh, in uniform believe in. They believe that there's something greater than them called the city of Wetumpka, yeah. which is a part of the state of Alabama, which is a part of the United States federal government. All of this is a fantasy, of course, just to justify using violence against peaceful people like this old lady. I have trespassed you. Okay, and now you're trespassing. I'm okay. sitting in my car. <laughs> well, well you're, on the, you're, ma'am, you're on the property. You've got cat food, okay? It's pretty... I mean, you look guilty. It's pretty... Yeah. It's pretty clear what your intent is, okay? Uh-huh. All right, so because you've been trespassed and you have returned yet again, we're going to have to take you to jail, okay? Okay. No, no, no. As though she said, no, no, that's okay. It's not okay that they would just leave him alone. You can go, too. Uh, I'm just... No. So I'm not that, allowed to talk? No, that doesn't involve you. <laughs> you've been told at least uh, 25 minutes ago that you were trespassing here. And I will call a lawyer. Right. Yes, ma'am. That's fine. That's fine. You can call. You can call a lawyer as soon as you get to the jail. Okay. Go ahead and get in your car. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead and get in your car. Go ahead and get in your car, ma'am. Go go to your car before you get arrested. All right, he's getting to. handcuffs out. No, I just wanted to say okay, something. Okay, get, 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 get in your car. Go ahead and get in your car. They don't want her there to witness what they're about to do to this 85-year-old woman. She's walking slowly to her car. All right, Ms. Roberts, I'm going to have to get you to step out, okay? I'd be trespassing if I did. <laughs> well, ma'am, you're already trespassing. Shit. You all are unbelievable. Okay. This is what you're wasting city gas on. Okay. <sighs> She's right about thing. that part. Yes, yeah, she is. It's just silly. It's ridiculous. 
specifically I, from. I would love to hear the other yeah, side of this story. I'm just from curious. the police. No, not the police. Uh, you know, somebody. The person who called on them. Somebody hates her for something, right? Somebody called on this lady for feeding the cats right. in the park. Agreed. And Some snitch. I'm j- well, I'm curious what their point of view is. I'm not going to downplay it and say mm-hmm. they have no point. But I mean, you know, if if she's catching the cats, in fact, mm-hmm. and spaying, a neuter, they got a cage them, in this video. Um, then it would seem like that's a good thing. Like, are mm-hmm. cats really coming from miles and miles? They have like a little cat network. <laughs> are they ringing each other up on, on cat cell phones and telling each other? That they, like, yeah. I just don't know what's happening. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.